Shut up and sit down. episode of Crank It to 11, everyone. I am your host, Kyle Holden, and on this episode, we're going to be talking about Metallica and their brand new song, Moth Into Flame. Um, but before we get into that, I just wanted to, you know, this is the first episode, we, so we got to lay down some ground uh, rules here, or why you're even listening to this. Uh, I got this idea from, you know, listening to some other podcasts, and spe- more specifically, music podcasts. Uh, they tend to be really long and drawn out for no reason. There's a lot of like inside jokes and um, just things that don't pertain to the actual song. And I wanted to use this uh, platform as a testament to my love of music and just take maybe 10-15 minutes of your time every week to go over a new song that, that was released or even... Um, music that I just think that you know maybe you, you'd want to listen to uh, depending on how you like the music that I've been putting out so what this is going to be is going to be a music variety show I'm going to talk about uh, one song each week kind of break it down what I got from it um, and just take up a little bit of your time doing that I'm not going to go into any, anything too technical there's not going to be you know inside jokes because I'm all alone over here <laughs> So let's hop right into it. So uh, this episode I said we're going to be talking about Metallica. And Metallica has been one of my favorite bands since I was about a freshman in high school. So I think it's only right that I start my new podcast with their brand new song that was released yesterday. Um, Released on September 26th, Moth Into Flame, is a new song by Metallica that's going to be on their uh, upcoming album that's called hardwired to self-destruct uh they also had a a earlier single that was put out i don't know a week or two ago and it was the same name as their album hardwired to self-destruct um i'm gonna clip in some of the music throughout the show and kind of like talk about it but start out i really love the old school riffing in the beginning, the like old school Metallica riffs that they have. Uh, Kirk and James do, they have this really good chemistry when they play guitar and they do this great thing where uh, they'll play the same notes but at different octaves. So it just sounds like, it just creates sort of this like more powerful effect, almost not, not really spacey because it's not the sound, but it's just, it's coming at you from, from basically both ends there. Um, and it's just a re- it's a really cool effect that they do, and I think I, I love that they brought it back in this song especially. Um, another piece of the song that I, I noticed in the beginning was Lars building up the anticipation with riding the hi hat, and when the main riff comes in, you can really hear Rob's bass um, like pull you into the bowels of hell with his dark grooves. Uh, the video overall was solid, I thought. That's going to be linked to the Twitter and Facebook account that we're, that I'm going to be running. Uh, so you could watch the entire video, listen to the whole song as many times as you want. Um, it's weird because it's actually a an actual music video instead of just a lyric video, which I know 
I've seen most of the time in recent years with new songs that come out, they'll just put out, you know, they'll come out with a single and they'll put out a lyric video so that, honestly, I don't know why they put one out. You, you could look up the lyrics. You don't need a video for it. <clears throat> what I noticed with this song, it has a strong death magnetic continuation type flow to it. So, for those of you who are Metallica fans, um, Death Magnetic was sort was their their previous album before this new one dro- coming out, and it was recorded eight years ago. Um, God damn, F- uh, you know, for all that we know, these could be songs that they wrote for that album and just never released. I don't know if there's, uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, that, it could go two ways. Either you really liked the death magnetic album because of the sound that it had and that kind of music was right up your alley or or you're just okay with it and was hoping for that it was going to be something more aligned with their older stuff so like it's not good and it's not bad you know it's just that's their sound now that they're getting older um i personally i think it's the best of both worlds with this song because you have the death magnetic type vocals and riffiness and solos from the era of Injustice for All, but you also get sort of the, yeah, you get the, like I said, you get the Death Magnetic type vocals, but you get a lot of the solo riffiness from Injustice for All. Um, That's saying a lot because Injustice for All had so much power in every song, and it was probably, I mean, personally, it was my second favorite album. My first is um, Load, which is, I know that was in the 90s. That was probably, Reload was probably their last, like, real good album. Um, I know some people are really like into 80s Metallica and I was too when I started listening to it but you know I kind of grew onto the 90s Metallica so I think I'm going to start right here with a clip of just the beginning of the song so you guys can get a a feel for it and kind of get a sense of what I was saying about it So how about that? Right? That was pretty good. My god, every time I hear it, it just gets better and better. Like, you know, the first time you hear a song, you're like, very critical of it. You're like, oh, maybe, you know, not what I was thinking, or I was really expecting it to be like this, and um, obviously I went in the same way. I was like, you know what, I, I'm i expecting it. They said that they're going to be, I, I believe like a while back, they're like, yeah, this album's going to be like uh, more like back to our roots type music and yada yada and i really wanted to believe that because that's i mean i love that that would be really cool to hear like a like i said like injustice for all again or something like that but you have to think like you know his vocals aren't the same anymore they're not as gritty or whatever and so at first i was like yeah the song's okay um but i've listened to it maybe five or six times just today so the more I listen to it, uh, the better it gets, honestly, and I advise you to do the same. Um, so, as I was saying before, there's a lot of similarities to Death Magnetic with this song, but there's also its differences. So, I personally like Death Magnetic. Um, it was at a time when, you know, I was in high school, and 
so it was it came out in 2008 i was like a junior in high school and i had just started listening to metallica like hardcore at maybe you know sophomore year so this was a year later i'm still like hype about metallica in general so like i didn't grow up with metallica i didn't so like i didn't have um and justice file i didn't have to uh you know ride the lightning or kill them all growing up or even the black album i mean it came out when i was born but i didn't hear it until years later so uh this was a time when i was listening to like all metallica and uh this came out and i was super hyped for it so like i liked it at the time um i don't love it though i mean it's metallica so i can't not like the album but i don't love it because it felt uh forced as opposed to all the other albums and it was lacking like a certain soul or emotion uh, that they that they had in other albums previously, uh, that album was really pushed out. In my opinion, that album was pushed out because we wanted something to cleanse our palate of sane anger. Um, so before, when I said that I couldn't not like an album, yeah, I lied. Uh, sane anger is probably the worst album I've ever heard in my life. There's uh, like maybe a good song or two on there, but it's. It's really bad. There's just so much wrong to it. There's so much wrong with it. So much uh, that I can't even talk about right right now. Um, so they put out Death Magnetic and it was really good, but it was it not really good. It was good, but it was like your it was like as if your parents got divorced. So now dad buys you all the toys that you want, but you don't feel fulfilled because uh, he's not really a good dad. He's just buying you nice shit. I have a feeling that this new album is gonna be the album that we deserve um, from Metallica. You know, dad figured out his shit. He's not. It's not about the toys and thrills anymore. It's about spending time delivering a quality product and really putting himself into the the job. You know, you put yourself out there. Um, so I, I will take a couple minutes to break down. Um, you know, each part of the song, as like in relation to vocals, guitar, drums, bass. So vocals, I respect them. Um, Obviously, this isn't the isn't and isn't going to be the gritty vocals we had of yesteryear with James. Um, we we've heard his clean uh, vocals before. You know, he's getting. You know, it seems like he's getting more powerful as he gets older uh, with his vocals. It doesn't have. It's different from um, albums before this. Uh, it doesn't have the same type of echoiness to it you know if you listen to a song i'm just gonna keep saying this friggin album if you keep if you listen to a song off of injustice for all there's like a you you know it's the same singer but he's got almost an echoey like second singer type uh noise coming out of him out of him as well it's, it's weird obviously it's just some effect that they do in the studio but uh that they don't have that anymore um like I said, it's funny enough, his voice is actually getting better with age. I assume it's because of vocal coaching that he's getting. Uh, he, he had stopped drinking, I believe. I don't think he's doing, like, drinking or drugs or anything like that anymore. And he's I think he's overall just living a less grungy life. So it's like, uh, it's just like he's gro- he's growing up. So I'm sure, you know, so say he, if he didn't do all this stuff back then, you know, his voice may have been incredible, even more incredible back then. You just don't know it because of all the stuff he was doing. Um, I'll play another piece in a minute. I'll play the, the chorus. It's super short. But that chorus just hits you because, it, it you know, it comes in, it, it, it's, it's like a monkey wrench that comes in in the song because James sings the chorus. 
and you don't really hear that too often and I love it it was great um, you know what I, I think I'll play that piece right now and then we'll break down the rest of it because I'm not going to talk about everything else and be like oh yeah here's the chorus again so we'll put that we'll put the, the chorus in right now So you see what I'm saying about the him singing the song, uh, you know, usually it's him yelling, which I guess is technically singing, but there was just a little taste of like his actual uh, vocal range, I guess. Uh, so let's get back into it with the breakdown. Um, bass, honestly, Rob Trujillo always kills it. Not a lot to say about him. Um, he plays, That that's just, I feel like that's so mean because like... Bass players don't always stand out, uh, so it's not like you're paying attention to them all the time. But you know, he he kills it. He he plays really low um, and compliments, not plays along with, but compliments the guitars and riffs very well. Uh, Lars Ulrich on drums. Uh, Lars has gotten so much slack in the past few years in albums. He uh, some of the drum the the drums that he had sound tinny, and he doesn't use double bass as much anymore. I mean, honestly, they're up in their 50s, but it does suck to hear when you're like, you know, doing a song and live or something, and he just isn't. He's just doing one bass pedal, and uh, the song calls for two. Uh, I feel like Lars loves his band, but in my recent opinion, uh, he had been slacking on past albums, or you know, I don't know if his heart was in it or whatever, but. This song really showed me that either he started caring again or he's a really great faker. Um, they really hyped up this album. There was a lot of uh, like a lot of video around it, a lot of press. They had this whole big wall. I don't know if anybody follows Metallica. They had this wall where they were crossing out like um, pieces to each song that they had recorded and like how much is left. And they were like go they were trying to complete the board. And it was really cool to watch and you know satisfying when they finished it up. So. Uh, We'll be seeing the, the album in November, so I hope that it's good. Um, Kirk Hammett, he rips. Um, I keep listening to the song. I told you I've listened to it a few times already. I keep listening to it to try to give a breakdown of his solo, but my opinion keeps changing every time I listen to it. So it's a Kirk Hammett solo, no doubt, but I couldn't figure out if it sounded more like the Death Magnetic solos or older solos, and I think that I concluded that it's really a good mix of both although we don't get any tapping no uh no eruption van halen type thing going on there uh but still overall really good and the overall lyrics uh i think they're a little lackluster not the meaning of them but just uh just the lyrics and how they're like they're used in the song um i think it has a lot to do with them growing up and talking about things that matter uh, it's not like the hard-hitting lyrics off of uh, Ride the Lightning or fantasy lyrics of, or not even lyrics, the fantasy of like Cthulhu, and it just deals with more real issues like drug addiction and um, modern addictions to the internet and such. So that's it for the breakdown today. We covered the 15 minutes. I think we did a good job. This is what I'm going to aim for basically every week. So thank you guys for listening. I really hope you liked uh, this type of 
platform for talking about songs, new music, and I hope it makes you want to listen to a song. Um, obviously, I'm always open for suggestions for anything that needs to be changed or feedback, whatever you may have for me. Uh, you can you'll you can find the latest episode on Twitter and on our Facebook. It's going to be uh, just you know go in the search bar and look up "crank it up to 11 and 11 is spelled out. So that's E L E. I can't even spell 11 at this moment. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> e L E V E N. 11. So crank it up to 11 uh, on both Twitter and Facebook. Uh, let's see. I th- I'll just give you. I think I have the handles here that I can give you as well, just in case. Um, so crank it up to 11 on Twitter is going to be at cit11 the number 11 underscore podcast and then for facebook it's just going to be uh crank it up to 11 you can't you could search um at cit11 the number 11 podcast without the underscore so cit11 podcast and you should be able to find that as well um and you can always send me an email. I'll be posting the the song, the Metallica song, on both pages as well with the episode. So you should see those soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great rest of your day.